0: Hey, nosy neighbors! This is Anisha Monet, and I'm Aisha Marie of Just Another Day Podcast. Day. And this month, we are introducing the Black Parade series, where we honor Black creatives in cities all over for Black History Month. So, if you want to be a part of this Black excellence, baby, keep listening. And that's so Mary had a little lamb. Okay. Hey, hey Courtney. Courtney. Girl, you <laughs> trying to say it with me, right? Girl, that's not cute. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, Just Today Day podcast. Our next guest for the Black Parade series is Courtney. Courtney is a future music exec from Houston, Texas, and she's currently working with the new R&B artist named Ginger Soul. And we cannot wait for this interview. So, y'all, y'all better stay tuned because the interview coming right up. hey Courtney thank you so much for coming on just another day podcast hi so before we get into this interview can you please tell our listeners a little bit about yourself like where are you from what you're doing now just a little bit
1: well I'm from the east Texas area from a small town called Nacogdoches it's actually the oldest town in Texas and like nobody knows about it but (laughs) it's about two hours away from Houston and for the past two years or so, like midway through high school for me, I, I started heavily networking within the industries like, you know, when you get in high school, you're like, OK, what do I want to do in my life? Of course, you don't have to yeah. figure it out right away. But I was like, I want an idea. And I knew I didn't want to be a lawyer. I knew I didn't want to go into the medical field. And I was like, I have to do something in communications or something because I don't know what I want to do. So one day I looked up music industry careers. So I was like, you know what? I like music. Let me just look up something. I had no idea <laughs> that it was so many career options in this industry. And ever since then, ever since like 2019, I've just been hooked and networking heavily. And the some of the first executives that I got in contact with are from over at RCA and Interscope. Just like, you know,
2: yeah. getting a
1: look into what it is, telling them about myself and Ever since then I've been building my network and making more connections so really I'm just on the way to where I want to be eventually
0: so That is so dope like it's nice to hear you say that you're actually contemplating majoring in communications cuz that's actually mm-hmm. what I want to major in when I go to college so I really oh, Okay like, yeah like people should look into that cuz it's so widespread and you can get so many career career avenues and just make money off of it so I'm happy you said that that's dope and I love the fact that you were talking about you finding out your purpose and everything. So, who actually inspired you to get into the music industry?
1: Honestly, I really, I feel like it wasn't a particular person, but I've always loved music ever since I was a little girl, popping like Mary J. Blige and Leah <laughs> CDs into my mama's okay, Toyota Corolla. Is. So, <laughs> ever since, you know, and growing up seeing 106 in Park and like having memories of watching that at three, four, five years old, it's kinda just kind of just in love with what I was seeing with the visuals, the music. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't realize I was so passionate about it until I started looking at the career path. So I really just say the music that I grew up with really inspired me to get involved because that's what keeps me inspired when I'm like, oh, maybe I should do a different career path. But then I start listening to the music again or I listen to some of the artists that I'm connected with. And I'm like, okay, this is why I want to do this or I want to make this impact. So really, it's what I was brought up on and the music around me today that's really Probably inspired me to get into the industry and want to be involved.
0: And baby, when I tell you 106 Apart inspired yes. us all, yes. I used to literally get out of school, come home at 5 o'clock with my juice box, yes. and sit in front of the living room TV and be like, yes, yes. I'm era, I'm pop, locking, and drop in. Yes, that's and how I discovered I Nicki Minaj, control. actually,
2: Yes, when Nicki came
0: out with Itty Bitty Piggy. Mm-hmm. I think it was, the massive, attack. was, yes. that was yes. massive Attack. Yes. Massive Attack. Yes. Girl, that video used to scar me, but... <laughs> It did, like, but I honestly feel like that's the core of all creativity is music. Right. And that's, I'm happy you realize that because now you're about to really go far. Yes. You know, yeah, thank I'm you. Working. You're welcome. Now that she's saying you're going far, girl, you're already there. Because you're working <laughs> with a new R&B artist and it's crazy because I was on Ari Lennox Live not too long ago. You know, she was doing like little talent shows on her live and I saw Ginger So on there singing. <laughs> she was a little nervous. But my sis got on there and started singing. So yeah, yeah, yeah. how did you connect with her?
1: Actually, um, I used to be a content contributor for this platform called R&B Radar. Shout out to Tommy and all of them over over there. They're like family to me. Okay. And yeah. she got her music played on a live. And, like, so as the live was going on, none of the submissions were hitting for me. I was like, I'm not feeling this. I was about to leave. Right before I left, he said some. her original name was Ruby Black. That was before she changed it.
2: She somebody okay.
1: named Ruby Black. And I was like, okay, her name sounds interesting. So I was like, let me just stay. And he played it. And I just heard this melodic, like, Ari Lennox, Erica Badu tone. where he was just jazzy. And I was like, whoa, wait, who is this? <laughs> yeah. So I messaged her. And ever since then, we, like, kept in contact. And then I told her, like, close to, like, maybe November, October, like, hey, I really love what you're doing. This is what I'm trying mm-hmm. to do in the industry. I'd love to help you in any type of way doesn't have to be any compensation right now because we're both broke trying to figure it out so <laughs> yeah <laughs> i said any way if i can help you with marketing a and r anything just to get some experience under my belt and we're kind of figuring it out figuring everything out together and we actually have um all the songs laid out for the ep we're just in the process of um get everything mixed and mastered and i'm trying to figure out digital marketing and trying to and learn that for myself and also helping her with graphics and stuff like that but it's been really fun um just A- helping her A&R her project really I mean mm-hmm. I've connected her with various people like different rappers and stuff right now it's just solo on her EP but um just okay. finding different producers and people she can connect with and just mentioning her name in the conversation when I'm talking to different executives or stuff like that you know just kind of yeah. getting her name in place and also finding connections for her so connecting with her really I've never been this connected to an artist like ever like I was like, okay, this must be something. So we're definitely yeah. gonna be a pack for a
0: while. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was maybe written in the stars. Like I mm-hmm. hate to get so spiritual, but mm-hmm. people come in your life for a reason. They align you with your path. Right. So you meet her and y'all bond, being solidified the way it is. It's meant. It's right. destined. So I really love y'all's journey. I love like when my sister came to me about her music, and then you being her A and R. I was like, they dope. <laughs> yeah, they are <laughs> like. And it just and then when I was talking to you previously, you said that you got this dream in high school, like you started barking on this journey real young. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, did your age factor in how people in the industry view you?
2: Hmm.
1: I think I've always kind of been the youngest in the pack anyway. Like, that's just always mm-hmm. been my life, even throughout <laughs> sports. And then working with Tommy, I was like, me and Tommy are like 10 years apart, and everybody else was in between us. So I was like the baby okay. of, of the clan or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> over there, R&B radar. So oh, you was
0: the baby yes, baby. I was the
1: baby baby. Uh, <laughs> so honestly, I try not to think about it too much. Of course, it shocks people when I tell them, Oh yeah, mm-hmm. like I uh, I'm only like 18, like I'm about to be out oh, of yeah. high school, this type of thing. Like, oh my god, yeah. you're young, you're a baby. Like and like right. I kind of got to the point where like I took my age out of my bio. Like At one point my age was there and ever since mm-hmm. I've taken that away when I'm like connecting with different artists or um and stuff like that I feel like I'm taking more seriously cuz they don't see yeah, like, okay is this is. little girl trying to talk to me and then I only I only really tell my age if they ask. Now if it's an executive then I'm going to tell them like okay this is who I am, what I'm doing, mm-hmm. my age. But if it's people I'm networking with or like um artists and stuff like that I usually don't even mention it and if they find out they find out if they don't they don't so yeah I try not to uh I try not to make it a factor because I feel like age doesn't define you or your journey or your knowledge because I've had 50 year old people tell me I've taught them things so (laughs) it just really depends on your mindset and where you're trying to go so
0: yeah yeah, and I can agree with that like for real cause like me and my sister and I we're working on collaborating with different artists in Cleveland we currently having a concert happening so mm-hmm. like we just been trying to network and stuff and like when we tell people our age it's like they, they get thrown yeah, off a no little right. bit but like we just had a whole conversation you was down mm-hmm. right exactly like, but like, really, like we started this podcast when we were juniors in high school and we just been going steady with it. And it's always mm. going to be a battle when we're trying to reach out to people and network when we tell them, like, I just graduated from high school. I'm trying to do this. I don't really have as much, you know, like experience, right. but I am researching. I am working towards it and it's right. always going to be pushback. But I, what I'm learning is. Our dreams and our destiny is always gonna be set in stone as long as we put our foot in front of the other and yep. continue to walk down this Gosh. path. So I just really feel like we, the young people, we the rawest people out and that's all. Mm-hmm. So,
1: period. Definitely. <laughs> I tell them gonna... I tell them Gen Z just has it down packed. I don't care what yes. I say. Gen Z mm-hmm. definitely has it down packed.
0: Because we have this mindset that we need our shit done now. We need, we don't want to wait till 25 or 30 to get stuff set in stone. If we living and breathing, this money needs to be made. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I love the fact that you are like, okay with networking with people on social media. So Mm -hmm. how has that been like networking with different people? Like, is it a good feeling or is it like a uneasy type of feeling?
1: Honestly, the more I've done it, the easier it's become, especially when I'm like connecting with artists and um, especially male artists. Because, you know, sometimes it's like, eh, like, you know, you don't you they might approach you a certain way or you you, they might, you know, it's just like underlining intentions. But now I'm like, people really take me seriously. Like I, you know, I introduce myself. We talk, we chat, we talk about the stuff we're trying to do. And honestly, if you're just being authentic when you're approaching people don't seem like you're trying to get something out of them that's when the most genuine mm-hmm. connections come about like yeah. when I reach out to executives I'm like I'm basically like okay do you have any insight or any advice that you would want to give and usually they're really open because like I give them a rundown I'm not just like oh check out this da da da. I'm trying to do this yeah. just very you know smooth and I follow through with what I'm trying to say yeah. and also it's important to stay in contact with people um yeah. Especially like, especially executives, like they have busy lives. So like, like mm-hmm. people from Atlantic and RCA that I've contacted, sometimes I send them like I sent them the post about my podcast episode coming out or yeah. I send them stuff with Ginger, or I kind of check in and, you know, follow yeah. up with emails, phone calls. So it's gotten easier the past year and a half, two years I've been like networking and stuff. So it's it's kind of weird at first, but you, you have it. It's one of the most essential skills, especially when you yeah. work in the entertainment industry. So. Mm-hmm. Definitely
0: it's, it's very essential Like even when I do like Open mics and stuff And I try to Like do my poetry mm-hmm. Like I do slams So if you know About slams Your voice And your momentum Is very essential To how you're gonna Network with the person After mm-hmm. So I end up Bringing that into My podcast And bringing that into When we network With new people So I understand that Like it's a Your voice Is essential babe You can't right. get nowhere Without it Facts uh, I always say Closed mouths Don't get fed So mm-hmm. Yeah <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> Period. I, I tell Ginger <laughs> that you all the time. You got know how to use
0: your mouthpiece, though. Huh? Right. You can't just like you were saying, like you can't just be like, oh, I want to do this and do that, but mm-hmm. you you can't get anything. You have to give something to get something out of something. Yeah. Right? Like you just can't be, I want to do this, I want to do that, but. And then I also, like, I agree with what you said earlier, being mm-hmm. a young female in this industry is very murky waters, waters to tread on when you're trying to, like, network with people, especially males, because you're trying to get their respect, in a sense, mm-hmm. because they're already looking at you in a sexualized manner like right. i'm gonna just be blunt about it like they look at you in that sense like oh she not serious but she cute though you mm-hmm, know what i mean exactly. they like undermine your message and what mm-hmm. you're trying to give to them so i wanted to ask you do you think respect is given or earned when you're a female in this industry and you're trying to network with a male in the industry
1: if it's given or earned i really yeah. feel like the standard should be it should just be given automatically but we know mm-hmm. that isn't the case like i've had yeah. literally like Singers and rappers like flirt with me, and then they ask me to put their music on my story or something. Like it's little stuff like yeah. that. It's like <laughs> they don't approach me. It's like, oh yeah, she like music. Like she wanted to talk about music, that type of thing. It's like, mm-hmm. hey, what's up? Hey, can right. you post my music? It's like, okay, why are you approaching me like that? Like it's it's like a mm-hmm. lack of respect, and they don't take you seriously. And I feel yeah. like that's one impact I want to have on the industry is really 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 establishing a mindset in like young women that come after me or y'all that like mm. it's important to stand your ground despite if you might get blacklisted or you know your reputation might be yeah. scarred just because you stand up for yourself because this is a really predatory in- industry that like you're walking yes. into so i like miss i'm mentally preparing myself for that because i hear all these stories and i'm like i've had like experiences with um You know, dealing with men in power, quote unquote, just like they're like trying to learn different personalities and different approaches. Mm -hmm. And even growing up, just like a teenager, you know, you see how guys approach us half of the Mm -hmm. time. It's not respectful, but you kind of know how to handle those situations
0: and kind of stand
1: your ground. So that's one thing I'm preparing Mm -hmm. myself for. But I just know I'm never going to like bow down to anybody. I don't believe in that. For sure.
0: And remember, nosy neighbors, y'all can't get blackballed. Y'all already black. <laughs> right. <laughs> you hear me? Right. History, Come on now. But I agree with everything you're saying. Like, mm. these men will hold over like a carrot dangling mm-hmm. in front of you to try to make sure that you're always in their possession, in their control. But we got this, y'all. Young Gen Z women, we are sick. <laughs>
2: Yes.
0: Right. So I know that you put on your Instagram page and your Twitter page, like you just basically post new artists all the time. And me and my sister, we love to <laughs> like hip our listeners on to different things. So what are some artists you got in rotation right now?
1: Right now, you play, as you know, I'm an R&B connoisseur. So like I love R&B. <laughs> but when it comes to rappers, I'm very picky. Like I'm a J. Cole Wale type of girl. You know, it's uh, nothing okay. wrong with the little babies and the rideways and stuff. but that's just not my <laughs> lane. So yeah. I am really into Deontay Hitchcock. I don't know if y'all ever yes. heard of him. He is amazing. Girl, I love him. That's His, my man in my head. Man. Oh, my God. He is powerful. Like, I said, because my powerful. goal is to move to Atlanta. That's my one of my goals. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, I have to get in a studio with him. And um, yes. also another person. Despite what his dad has been doing, we're not going to speak on that. But Damani Harris is really talented as well. Yeah. But, uh, yeah very talented. I, Super. I love how he didn't, um, you know, follow the same path as his dad on that trap route. He kind of just yeah. paved his own way and kind of separated himself for that. And I really mm-hmm. like how he tapped into himself. And then also, I've been listening to this girl named Pip Millett. I think that's her name uh she's out of the uk she kind of she's like georgia smith but like with more stank that's what i say Okay, all right so she's amazing i love her song ava and um there's this young girl i know this is (laughs) a girl named naya grace i think her Mm -hmm. name is n-y-a-h grace and she's based in the uk but she's from the u.s and i found her through tiktok and she's a mm-hmm. neo-soul artist. And one thing I tell people, take advantage of TikTok. Like, I found so many amazing mm-hmm. guitarists, bass players, even connected with people for Ginger Soul, producers, mm-hmm. singers. Like, that app is so powerful. And, like, the algorithm, mm-hmm. it figures out what you like anyway. So that's how I found yeah. Naya. And then I got, I actually ended up getting her stuff on the r Radar rotation. I don't know if she saw it or not, but I told Tommy about her. <laughs> and ever since that, he's like, man, you know my taste. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> so yeah, those are the
1: people Oh, and one more, uh it's this group out of here in Texas actually called the Black Pumas. They're not really oh. new, but um they were nominated for a Grammy this past year, I believe, but they're like a a rock not at least like it's more of like a R and B rock band. It has that smooth okay. edge to it, you know, just kinda like it gives you that nineteen seventies feel. Uh, So, yeah, those are the people that I've been listening to heavily lately. So that'll probably change tomorrow because I'm always finding new (laughs) stuff every week.
0: (laughs) I'm feeling that, girl. You plugged us. (laughs) And I love the fact that you use your platform to just showcase real art. And I noticed on your YouTube page, you have like a YouTube live stream. So what made you start that? And what was your first or your favorite interview that you did?
1: Yeah, actually, I only have one interview that I had. Um, I, all of them are based on my Instagram but mm-hmm. now I actually put them in podcast form I still had to publish them because like COVID and stuff got crazy school got crazy yeah. so I got distracted I couldn't even publish everything life kind of mm-hmm. went took a turn so but the reason I started it was quarantine because I was stuck in the house and I was like okay <laughs> like you know, I was connected with Tommy. I, I saw some interviews he was doing. You know, I said, I can do that, too. Like, you know what? I'm about yeah. to reach out to artists. And one thing I tell <laughs> you, I reached out to some artists in the weirdest ways. Like, I found <laughs> a sister or, like, a, a cousin or somebody. Yes. If I couldn't find the manager email, like, I would pay attention to, like, kind of like, um I don't know if y'all know the group Next Town Down. Have you heard of them?
0: Um, Mm. Are they like an a cappella or they do covers? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yes, Uh, and I
0: know them. Yeah, Yeah. their
1: oldest group member, Terrence, I saw he posted his sister like months before I even reached out. I had saved her information and I messaged her, and he followed me back and messaged me like, my sister told me about your platform. I would love to be featured. I was like, see, God works in various ways. I thought she wouldn't. Right. So, probably my favorite one that I've done would definitely be with amorphous he's actually the producer that's blown up ever since mm-hmm. november with the um rihanna and luther vandross mix and now he's mm-hmm. working with fat joe and beyonce yeah. knows who he is and all that yeah, stuff you so, got him yeah. that ice buy, right yeah. so <laughs> he was actually the last interview i did in august before i wrapped it up and it was crazy how we were just talking about his journey and his goals and three months later he blew up and i had messaged right. him like oh, i'm so proud of you like he was like, yeah. thank you for that interview giving me that platform and stuff like that. So it's actually and helped that's me. What it's all about. Right, it helped me create some valuable connections with different artists and stuff like that. And I really, really love getting the artist stories. I don't like just grazing the surface level. You know, mm-hmm. I feel like, you know, getting in depth, asking how they feel about certain things, asking about how this song came about. Tell me about this lyric, that type of thing. Yeah. I feel like that's really important. And I honestly could go into radio if I wanted to, but it's something I kinda I wanna build my own platform first and I'm hoping to start it back up in the spring or summer mm-hmm. when I have more time. I have a list of artists that I'm hoping to reach out to and you know, like a waiting list thing. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's how um it's called E D B G curated conversations. So it's yeah. on Spotify
0: and um Y'all check it out. Yeah, it's yeah, on Spotify like, and in. other
1: platforms. So more stuff will I be coming that. out.
0: And I, I like when you were talking earlier, you talked about how school kind of got in the way of your journey and like got complicated. So I'm wondering how is school going now for you? Like, are you api- applying to colleges? Yes. What is that going? How I me? Mean, how's that going?
1: Honestly, of course I've been like, contemplating where I want to go. Mainly, mm. I think I'm stuck on Texas Southern University. It's actually where Megan is went with the school. That's what everybody knows okay. about it, but <laughs> Texas yeah. Southern cuz they actually have like the exact major that I want. It's entertainment recording mm-hmm. management and it's also not far from home. And um right. that's also a hub for music right now as well so mm-hmm. my my main goal is to of course get my education for that base layer but you know in this industry it's all about connections internships mm-hmm. making connections mm-hmm. and stuff like that so I'm going to use that for leverage and build relationships with people more of like a network and you know just go from there and you know like one thing I tell people like if you're not going the traditional route just try not to let people get in your head because I'm going to be honest with you when I first told people in my family about what I wanted to do. They really didn't understand it because like in school you're told you're going to be a lawyer, a nurse, or you're going to go to trade school or, you know, you're going to take a gap year. You're going to figure out what you're going (laughs) to do. You know, Mm -hmm. kids don't come out and say, oh, I want to work in the music music industry. They kind of thought I wanted to be a singer. I was like, I don't even sing. I want to work on the business (laughs) side. They're like the business. (laughs) And I'm like, how do y'all think this big machine called the music industry works? It's people behind the scenes.
2: Yeah. And, um,
1: But my mom has always been really supportive of it and my grandmother as well. So one thing about the non-traditional route, I really feel like you just got to keep yourself inspired. That's the most important thing, like working with Ginger and, you know, just connecting with people on a daily basis and finding new artists and learning more and more about the industry every day. It's just kind of keeping me motivated, keeping me inspired. And that's one way I've stayed on the track, because at one point my mom was like, man, maybe I should just be a nurse or something, you know, just take it traditional and then I was like, and I would come right back to where I was. Like, no, nah, I would to do this. <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, no, nah, let me go over here. But no, nah, I wouldn't do this. So, like, if your mind is stuck on something, I would pursue it. Because that's God trying to tell you something. So, yeah. yeah.
0: And, like, what you really just said reminds me of an episode of 85 South Podcast. I don't mm-hmm. know if you listened to it. And they had Iman Shumpert on there. And he basically said, as a parent, you have to guess any dream that your child has. Right. Because there is no false safe. There is no, like you know what I mean like oh Mm -hmm. you're playing ball but make sure that you still got a college degree like you shouldn't tell them that they may not make it right so if you want to be an A&R gas your kid's dream don't tell them like oh get that degree instead like no get these networking out right now start connecting with people now so I agree with all of that yeah it's never too late you should should never start now and just keep going like just even during the pandemic it's showing you like do what you love and love what you do right Mm -hmm. because if you don't what are you what you doing it for exactly. and i know it can get hard because especially when we're as young as we are and we're conditioned in high school to say like go to college right after you get your degree mm-hmm. i mean get your diploma i'm sorry and they make us believe that so much that we have this doubt within us and this insecurity that we can't do anything else. Right. outside outside of that mm-hmm. so it's like I, what i've been learning i've been i graduated maybe a, about um, six months ago. six months ago and i really been teaching myself constantly and daily, like, Anija, you got this. Right. Like, you can step out on a limb and do something different. Like, this college stuff is on the it's on the back bender right now. Okay, right. So COVID, COVID had ruined that right now, so what are you going to do now? Like, what are you going to do to make sure that you're productive and you get your dream rolling? Right. So yeah. it's it's a constant battle, but we gonna get through it.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: yeah. With God on our side, we is gonna get through it. So I was listening to your artist music and I was wondering, do you think it is neo soul based or is it like alternative R Because I, when I was listening to, it, I didn't, re- I didn't know what to categorize mm. it at. So, what type of sound is it?
1: Personally, I think it's more neo soul, but I can see how you can see the alternativeness in it. Yeah, uh, she honestly, before uh, she changed her name and stuff like that at one point she was actually trying to lean towards pop that's what she told me she said I was not tapping into my element like I don't know what was going on and then she said I finally tapped into um, R&B like okay I think this is my niche this is what I need to do and you hear a lot of like the jazzy influences in her mm-hmm. ad libs even when she's mumbling it sounds beautiful like it's crazy yes. uh, but yeah uh, like when I first heard her I was like this reminds me of like Ari Lennox or Erica Badu yes. but more of like a more I guess a softer tone of yes. those two mm-hmm. combined that's what I tell her it's mm-hmm. like it, it sounds like them but it's just like on the lower range it's kind of softer and um mm. but I think Neo Soul is definitely um what I would categorize her in and um mm. we're hoping to give her a little bit more funk after this EP drops uh yes. she has some songs in the vault Which the crazy thing is, like, I'm listening to, like, her her demos all the time. it's like, man, when it comes (laughs) out, I'm going to know word for word by the time it comes out. Yes, as you should. (laughs) So, yeah, we're hoping to uh, tap into a more funkier element. You know, Mm kind of like, not on some lucky day type stuff, but, you know, how he's more, like, upbeat. Just kind of stuff like that, especially with the summer coming around. Right. Yeah, Yeah.
0: like, you literally took the words out of my mind like I literally was going to ask my next question was do you think her sound is going to go on Lucky Day's route because when I was listening to her music the beats were so alternative mm-hmm. but I can hear her spitting some stuff kind of like him on a funky tip mm-hmm. so I'm like ah, I gotta stay tuned because I can see her evolution I can definitely see definitely, so
1: I definitely. and one thing about her is um when I first met her her confidence wasn't really up to par. even um Tommy from R&B Radar uh, he had mm-hmm. mentioned like Ginger like got to be confident in what you're putting out like this sounds beautiful yeah, like that type yeah. of thing and I've honestly watched her evolve with her confidence and um it's really been beautiful to see and I'm really excited for her to tap into that element because it's there like she has that jazzy like and I told I told her honestly girl um I've like connected her with about two or three rappers and they were like if you mm-hmm. ever if you, I told them if you ever need a hook or some ad libs at the back of your song like this is the girl for <laughs> you and um, I had a couple people listen to her like, "Oh my God, like this is exactly what I'm looking for." So I was like, "Really, <laughs> she could tap into anything if she wanted to." So mm. I just told her just to stay confident. Like she, I, I told her it's only up from here. She's still young, yeah. so just mm. to stay on the journey that she was put on. So
0: that's why I'm talking, my girl. You better motivate your artist. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm so loving it. I can't wait to everything drop. <laughs> Me too. Like I love even just the way. I don't know if you're. Intricate in and how her profile looks but I love how it showcases who she is as an artist mm-hmm. because the artists that we're showcasing at our concert you can see who she is through her music and I feel the same about her right like just looking at her profile I'm like oh yeah her music is dope. Before I even <laughs> like yeah. listened to it, I was like, "It has to." I be can already dope. see her growth from the live video I saw with her on Ari Linux. Mm-hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. can see the growth. Like, I can. She was kind of nervous, right. but she had it. Still, it was in her, and Ari saw it, and the world saw it. Text. So, like, I'm so happy that we got to talk to you, Courtney. But before we go, we ask everybody this question. So basically, we just want to know, how important do you think Black people are to the rising creativity in society today, especially with social media?
1: Oh, man, we're basically the blueprint. So that's like, a that's a hard Hello. question. <laughs> <laughs> that is a hard question. Um, I mean, we honestly, every culture, not every culture, every corner of pop culture is influenced by Black culture, if we're being completely honest. I mean, you see our influences through music, television, clothing, hair, you know, makeup, Mm -hmm. you know, all that type of thing. And I feel like um, despite us not getting the credit we deserve, that impact is everlasting. Like, we know it. As long as we know it, I feel like that's all that matters. And I think the beautiful thing is just seeing, especially during this pandemic, just our art and creativity just flourish um kind of like with chloe and hallie how innovative they were with their mm-hmm. virtual concerts you know uh her when she did her girls with guitar series was like really putting yes, me on I missed yes me too uh, just like <laughs> us kind of tapping into our communities and being innovative mm-hmm. and creative and breaking down barriers i think that's one of the beautiful things and i really want to be a part of that um once i do get my foot deep into the industry you know, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to Black women, I, I love how me and Ginger are both Black women because we have that connection to each other, and of course yes. we both love R and B music. But really, that that connection really comes from Black womanhood, and I really I really value that. You know, sharing yes. experiences with her, and you know, mm-hmm. all the Black women that I've connected with has really been a really beautiful thing, and that that's one of the things that keeps me going. Like we keep me going, so yes, <laughs> yes. that type of thing. So
0: I feel I like constantly. Hmm yeah i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut oh it's okay it's okay (laughs) no i was just basically saying like i tell myself that every day like black people and our creativity and what we do in society like the little strides we make Mm -hmm. that makes the world go around it keeps me going right like how could i not be great like being black is dangerous but it's lit as fuck right (laughs) right (laughs) it is right I'm so happy we can have you on this Black Parade Series. You embody everything that we wanted this to be. I love your energy. I respect your hustle. Thank you. I'm so happy that you can be on this episode. Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming, Corny girl. You better come back again. Yes, I will. You, Thank you for and having can you me. Please tell our you listeners how to find you. On Instagram,
1: um, it's just Everyday Black Girl. I've been
0: having a name on
1: Instagram for like the past six years. Uh, and on Twitter, it's just E underscore D underscore B underscore G underscore. So it's just EDBG. Or you can just look up Everyday Black Girl. You can find me easily like that, too. And that's pretty much all the socials that I'm active on. So.
0: Thank you, Courtney. Girl. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you for having nice me. Meeting you. you too. <laughs> nice meeting you. I hope we can do another interview in a in the future. Maybe with your artist. Yes. Super dope. Yes, so definitely. Thank you, girl.
1: Thank you for having me. Bye. <laughs>
0: Hey, nosy neighbors, you know that we stay booked and busy. So with that being said, we are hosting a concert featuring Zanell and hosted by Corey Aesthetics. This concert will be held on March 13th from 6 to 10 at Captivate Downtown, y'all. So if y'all want to get these tickets, go to the link in our bios at Just Another Day podcast Instagram page, at Zanelle's Instagram page my instagram page my instagram page y'all just catch this vibe it ain't nothing to it but to do it get them tickets hey nosy neighbors thank y'all so much for listening to this episode and now we about to plug y'all onto some new music by ginger soul called night (laughs) drop
2: Oh, day